Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you can even skip your next two house payments. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender, savewithconrad.com. Broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to ARN. This is Paul Bromwell. And today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the owner of the Horseman Trademark, the creator of the Spine Buster. He's the enforcer. He's my friend. He's double A. ARN Anderson. ARN, how are you doing this week, my friend? And I'm also pretty generous. $5 for Blue Chew. That's a pretty good gift, isn't it? I tell you what it is, and we're going to get into that. For those that are ad-free, you, you really don't know what you're missing when we get into the Blue Chew ad. Arn and I have a lot of fun with that. But uh, we might have to come up, I think, a best of of the Blue Chew ads with Arn at some point. Well, and probably check with the brass and see how far out there we can get with that. Because <laughs> that's an open door if you really think about it. It really is. It really is. But, man, we, uh, we've been having some fun the last few weeks going back and forth. And uh, before we jump into this week, Arn, February of 89, we are officially 30 days out from StarCast 5. It's going to be one of the most important wrestling events of the summer and maybe the year, and that's no bullshit. Scheduled events include the Roaster Eclair, 
You got that once in a lifetime photo with yourself and Tully and Barry and Lex and JJ and, and the man himself, the nature boy. There's approximately a dozen stage shows. You've got current talent. You've got legends. Uh, you got the third most powerful man in all of wrestling, pulling all the strings behind the scenes. And I'm sure he'll have a trick or two up his sleeve. And so you want to make plans. I say all that, just make plans to join us July 29th through 31st. Arn, you played a big time role in the career of the nature boy. That's to say the least same as the other horsemen. And for you personally, what does it mean to be able to be at Rick's last match, knowing that you're the first one that really, you know, as far as making the horsemen, figuring out that whole group, being a part of such a storied career. What is that like for you? Well, the thing that I can take credit for, you know, was naming them. And I don't know. It's not because I'm some genius. Yes, you are. But I have weird stuff that pops in my head at different times about matches, about promos, about life in general. And I think I don't... You know, it just pops in there. I don't know. It's a gift, I guess. You know, you know I'm not as funny as I'm sure that I, I think I am. But uh, I look at things a little bit different way. And the one other thing that I can say is throughout all the different incarnations of the horseman, the one constant was me. I was in just pretty much every version that there ever was. And... Uh, we would walk into, you know, back into the doorway, and sometimes it was a good setup, and it was going to be successful, and sometimes it was going to die on the vine. But I hung in there with it because I know the legacy and the heritage that that brought to professional wrestling, period. When they're still talking about you, you know, this much later, you apparently did something right. And to hang in there and... uh and whatever combination of horsemen they threw at me, I tried my best to make them better and make them understand the concept and the company I was working for at the time. You know, make them understand what being what the horseman is. It's a very unselfish role. And so the fact that I was able to secure the trademarks, you know, there's going to be some people that will say, well, why does he deserve to do that? Well, all these years... I'm the one guy that was never out of work. Yep. You know, I was I was one of the guys pulling, you know, 80 hours a week trying to keep the thing going. And uh, it worked out that I got the trademark, and it's going to be uh, to give, you know, our fans some of the old stuff that uh, they didn't have a chance to get merch-wise. And I think it'll be really cool and uh, just excited about the whole thing. Being a horseman to me means a hell of a lot really does so to be on stage with these guys probably for the last time who knows but probably i'm very honored dude it's so cool listen and you say you're not a genius but it's the genius is not only what you came up with it's the delivery and the passion the whole body of work is the genius of arn anderson and uh man i'm just telling you guys you know we often get up here and people say we're selling you know selling selling that this we don't need to sell this. This is an opportunity, a rare opportunity. Not only is it the four of you, when we talk about JJ, and then you throw in Barry and Lex. I mean, all of you. How, how often has that happened where you've been with Barry and Lex, Tully, Rick, and JJ all on the same stage? It's probably, you can count them on, on your hand maybe, even if that, all together. Well, and it's important to know, and, you know, this is 
It's not a sore spot. It's just a fact. JJ was as much a horseman as anybody, and we never announced ourselves as the four horsemen and JJ Dillon. It was just a four horseman. That's right. Because he had an equal share in all this. It was never Ric Flair and the four horsemen. Uh, that was put out. That's the way the uh, the tape was put out when they did the horsemen. You know. Uh, oh yeah, the DVD. Yeah. The DVD that just you know. We were all one unit. We were all pulling for the same goals. We were all very unselfish for the company we were working for and with. And it just, uh, it's just the Four Horsemen. And uh, that's what it'll be on stage. Can't wait, man. The Four Horsemen. You're right. It wasn't Robert Plant and Led Zeppelin. It was friggin' Led Zeppelin. You guys were Led Zeppelin of, of wrestling. And uh, so cool. Great event. You can, if you can't make it to Nashville, check it out. Starcast with Arn. Dot com and you can find the package on Fight TV for you to check it out. Uh, but man, what a great time that's going to be. And speaking of can't miss nostalgia, Arn, we're here to talk about the Brain Busters and the Rockers. This is month three of the feud, as you said last week. You and Telly really hit that stride with Marty and Sean, helping them become better wrestlers and a better team along the way. Are you ready to take a look back at February 1989, my friend? Oh, hell yeah. All right, let's do this. So we're going to kick off February of 89. You and Telly begin the month of February back at the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in front of a crowd of 20,000 people. The venue is the setting for the official breakup of the Mega Powers, which was shown on the main event, too, on NBC and drew a rating of 11.6. These are numbers we'll probably never see again. Uh, Before the Mega Powers exploded, the 20,000 people in attendance watched you and Tully defeat the Rockers when you tripped Janetti and Blanchard scored the pinfall. So, Arn, let's talk about this a little bit. An 11.6 rating is unheard of these days, and all these homes were tuning in for the advertised main event of the Twin Towers versus the Mega Powers. This storyline, because it ran from mania to mania, is often described as one of the best pieces of creative that Vince, Bruce, and Pat ever came up with. You've worked in creative elements of wrestling. What did you think about the year-long savage turn, knowing that he and Hogan, along with Elizabeth, were the top babyface act in WWF at the time. When you watch a soap opera, you know, and I don't watch soap operas before you start, Paul, but the you ladies, can admit it. <laughs> the la- <laughs> award-winning God and light. Uh, <laughs> I love it. But, uh, you know, when you have a successful episodic TV show, you just get a smidgen day-to-day week to week, whatever it may be. It's just a small piece to keep the story going. And this was one of those times that they got it right. WWF got it right. They just gave you a little piece either every week or every other week. And I'm sure there were some weeks there wasn't anything to do with that story. But they just gave you a small amount and kept you wanting more and wanting more and wanting more. And this one... They definitely wanted more. That was what was I so much enjoyed, though, because we're in a different time now where you're always building from your weekly show to your next weekly TV show to your next monthly pay-per-view or quarterly pay-per-view. Whereas back in those days, Arn, you had time to let things breathe a little bit and tell those long-term stories. There wasn't as much demand 
or what's next, what's next, what's next. But it then now all of a sudden we're talking about this legendary story that evolved from mania to mania. And it just, you just, unfortunately you just, it's, you don't have that anymore. Well, I've, like I said, I've been around earlier. I've been around for the whole transition of this business from there being four pay-per-views a year to 14, I remember, one year. It could have been more than one year with WWE. Yeah. We had 14 pay-per-views. Now, do you realize how difficult it is to start a story, build a story, and blow a story off all in a month, month-to-month pay-per-views? All you're doing is throwing away a lot of content that would have been 10 times better if you would have slowed back down, go into that episodic TV that we're talking about here with Hogan and Savage, and just let me, at the end of the show, go, oh, I can't wait till next week. Yeah. Build the heat, build the rivalry, tell different stories to make the heat even stronger and more that you want to see that pay off. Let it grow. Oh, I'm with you, man. I, I miss those, those days. And I, I do appreciate that about AEW now that they have the quarterly pay-per-views the yes. once every quarter. So I think that's, I think that's right. And I'm not just saying that cause you're an employee there. I like once a quarter having that big paramount show that you can work towards, um, and then seeing a payoff. Oh, 100%. And it's, that's, the, uh, that's the alternative. Um, yeah. It really is. And uh, the fact that we're just doing television, we're not doing live events, is we can just concentrate on giving you the best matches possible. Every, you know, to me, it still feels like we're putting out like an all-star show every Wednesday and every Friday, you know, Rampage. There's top-shelf talent on both of those shows in competitive matches, and, and that's always good to see. It is. It's enjoyable. So, Arn, I want to pause right now and talk to all of the entrepreneurs out there because, we believe it or not, we have them. We have them that listen to this show. And if you're the type of person who's always thinking about new business ideas or wondering, what's the next side hustle I should spin up? Well, I have a podcast recommendation for you, and it's called My First Million. The host, Sean Pure and Sam Parr, they have built eight-figure businesses and sold them to Amazon and HubSpot. Each week, they brainstorm business ideas that you can start tomorrow. These can be side hustles that make you a few grand a month, a big billion-dollar idea, or anything in between. One episode I would highly recommend is number 187, where the guys talk about making $10,000 a month via vending machines. You definitely want to check that one out. They also chat with founders, celebrities, and billionaires and get them to open up about business ideas they've never shared before. Like, check out their conversation in episode 225 with Dr. Andrew Huberman about how he was able to create a top 10 podcast in less than a year. I know we've got a lot of podcasters that listen to this show. So there you go, episode 225. So make it sure that you do everything you can to check out My First Million that's my first million on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you check out your podcasts. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. 
you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So, Arne, the following day, as we move along here, you and Telly closed out the card at the Civic Center in Rhode Island, defeating the Rockers in front of 6,500. And we move on to the fifth. You're back to the place you formerly called home, your old stomping grounds. You're at the Greensboro Coliseum. And even though the Charlotte Coliseum held 13,500 last month, we're here in Greensboro. And, buddy, the, the WWF card drew 1,800 people. You and Telly closed out this card against the Rockers, winning by DQ. But I want to share with you some of the other matches on this card. You had Mr. Perfect pinning the Blue Blazer. You got Jim Powers defeating Iron Mike Sharp with his leather black band around his arm, I'm sure. You had the WWF Intercontinental Champion, the Ultimate Warrior, defeating uh, Ted DiBiase at the 32nd mark. You got the boss himself, Andre the Giant, pinning Jake Roberts. And you have Greg the Hammer Valentine defeating Jim the Anvil Nightheart. You also have a women's match. You have Rock and Robin defeating uh, Judy Martin. And then you got Rick Rude, who's, who pinned Sam Houston, who, by the way, was subbing for uh, Rick Martell. So I say all that to say this is a lot of talent from the te- territory days. But once again, the fans in Greensboro didn't want to see it. In your opinion, why do you think they should continue to run the town if you know this is the result for, for Greensboro? Or are they just gonna are they just saying, hey, we're gonna keep going until we build our audience there? They just kept plowing ahead with really not stopping. There was so much money coming in. If you go back a couple days to Milwaukee, twenty thousand. Yeah, incredible. Did you ever think a, a town, no disrespect, nothing but respect for Milwaukee, but would outdraw Chicago? You know what yeah, I mean? Insane, yeah. For a city that size, that's a huge house. Incredible. So, so it all goes into one pot. The bean counters are sitting there going, business is good. They're not looking at the fact that we're just throwing a bit of a, you could tell it's just a thrown together card. You have some star power there, of course. But they're not in an angle together. They're not working together on television. It's just thrown together, and you can look at that. And the people of Greensboro are really good about, you know, sticking their chest out and showing their power. And the way they do that is if you give them bullshit, they don't show up. They won't come and support it, and that's their way of telling you, guys, if you want my, if you want my dollars, if you want my attention, give me something I want to see. Show me some respect back because... Man, we made some mistakes with Greensboro over the years, and uh, putting a card like that in there, they're not going to just sit still for it. That's great insight by you, Arm, because you're absolutely right. Just because you load it with talent, if it doesn't make sense, if they're not watching it on TV, there's no true storyline. They're smart enough fans. They've been spoiled by the Crockett's over the years to see some hot television and things like that. Then maybe they're just saying, hey, WWF, we're, we're okay. Thank you, but... When you put something together, you know, that's worth us coming out to, like the Mega Powers or whatever, then, then yeah. But otherwise, you're right. I love that insight. Despite all the success the WWF enjoyed, they never managed to crack the Greensboro Riddle at least until the Attitude Era when Austin was on top. And to our listeners, don't be like the WWF in the 80s refuse and refuse to listen to reason. Be prepared and accepting of the fact that, Arn, this is the line you don't like to hear, but it's unfortunate we're all going to die. 
That's oh, right. Oh, no, you did it again. That's right, buddy. This is that life insurance ad, and Goliath Life is your trusted source for life insurance. Oh. And really, this is about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to need it. And we know that we are going to need life insurance because... We are going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, as if we haven't already, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. That's a serious subject. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean, right now, listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, get it. Protect your family, and I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. GoliathLife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes, and you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price, you start the online application immediately, and even schedule a medical exam to come to you. How convenient. I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. GoliathLife.com makes buying life insurance simple. No hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. GoliathLife.com is life insurance in your hands, on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Arn, we move on. It's the 6th of February, and you and Tully lost the semi-main event to the Rockers by DQ in Columbia, South Carolina. And after three days off the road, you and Tully worked the Rockers in beautiful Halifax, Nova Scotia. 7,500 fans watched you and Tully pick up the win that, that night. And Arn, we've emphasized how important the travel schedule was to your work. Time changes, airplanes, etc. But what about the weather and climate? I mean, I can imagine the weather negatively impacted those 6 a.m. flights more than one time. Do you have any travel stories you can share with our audience concerning the crappy weather? Oh, sure. I'm sure if I think about it, there's a thousand of them. But let me just tell you this. When you wake up in the morning, uh, you know, we had three days off at a time that in, during that period. It was 10, 10 days on. Anywhere from 10 to 17, actually. And it would rotate. And then three days off, and then usually five days on and three days off. So, so you're still working 24 days a month, anyway. Mm. You anyway you shake it up, and to try to get to Halifax, Nova Scotia from anywhere is difficult. You had to fly up to Boston. You had a pretty substantial layover. You had to clear customs and all that stuff, and then you would connect out of Boston to Halifax. Now that's a beautiful place. It uh, really is. would have been nice to have a little bit of downtime there, maybe do some fishing. Beautiful place, great wrestling fans, but again, it's difficult. And if you had a cancellation, you were pretty much doomed because there's not that many flights into Halifax. 
you got to remember now we're talking, what, February? Yeah, February. Yeah, terrible weather, I'm sure. Foot of snow, three inches of ice underneath it, freezing, freezing cold, and it's right on the water. So you got that, you know, breeze coming off that water that will cut you in half. It's a... it's just, again, you would go back and you would think, well, gosh, wouldn't that be just as springtime is just about to pop? Wouldn't that be a great time to run that town when people mm-hmm. are starting to get outdoors? Because, again, you know, snow and ice can, can cancel a lot of flights, and it's really miserable to be in. I remember one time we were finishing up uh, a tour and it was somewhere, I think, in Montana. And again, it was winter time. We'll probably run across it and it'll, it'll jog my memory. But uh, it was going to be our last day of the loop. And it's a long way from Charlotte out in Montana. And the, the morning flight got canceled. And man, we were at the airport with our fingers crossed. For probably seven or eight hours that day, and I think we ended up getting out of there about maybe five o'clock, and then on the other end, I forget where we connected through, but we ended getting, you know, stuck there too. So we didn't make it all the way home. It may not sound like a lot to most people, but that one day losing that one day at home is just brutal. Oh yeah, especially when you're traveling as much as you already are. All, all you know. Oh yes, we didn't get yeah we didn't get home until the next day, which was our day two of our three days off until mm. around lunchtime. Yeah, that's awful. And you know what I think about Orange? You talk about all the travel and all the airplanes. Is how fortunate you guys were to be protected. Uh, you know, there are people that are deathly afri- afraid to fly. Okay, mm-hmm. once or twice, let alone three times. You guys were in airplanes all the time for years and years and years. And, you know, by the grace of God, you enjoyed safety. It doesn't sound like you were ever really in true harm's way that you can recall uh, in an airplane. No, it's still very, very safe form of travel. Uh, Thank God for it, or we wouldn't have the uh, success in our industry that we have because you have to go where people want to see you. You have to go for where the entertainment is. And... uh, in order to reach all those markets when you're going all over the country and some foreign countries on top of that, you've got to fly. You can't drive everywhere. So we're very, very fortunate. Uh, I know these days there are a lot of cancellations. The pandemic has changed our world. Uh, to think, I mean, that would, you know, think about this, Paul. Working for the airlines, whether it be a flight attendant or whether it be a pilot or a gate agent or whatever, that was a prestigious job not too long ago. Now they can't get enough people to work that they're having to cancel flights just because they don't have enough staff. That would be a valued, treasured job. You know, flight attendants will always tell you, we didn't make a million bucks, but when we flew everywhere we wanted to free, that's a hell of a perk. Yeah. You know, and um, and they still made a decent decent living. You know, yeah, of course they did. You didn't see anybody quitting or, or right. quitting, putting their job in jeopardy by saying I can't make it today. I don't feel good. And I know the pandemic is something totally different, but I think like every, pretty much every industry in our country is suffering 
from you know people that have lost their jobs or oh yeah or or just you know things out of their control, man. And and it's it's tough. It's tough out there. It is. And Arn, I thank you for your reassuring words. A friend of the show, Andrew Hermas, who's a big time Arn supporter and, and loves you, loves the show. He uh, he's mentioned that he's not a big fan of, of flying from town to town, whether it be even Starcast Top Kai Weekend. And I've said, listen, buddy. Flying is not bad. It's the safest form of travel. And I, so I really appreciate you just throwing some reassurance out for guys like that. Listen, you know, how many years have you been flying, Arn? 40, 50 years you've been flying around this country? Let's be uh, conservative because we're driving mostly the, my first couple of years. Uh, I'm going to say starting in 80, since 85 Whew. and a whole bunch times a year. There you go. Well, good for you. Glad to hear you didn't have anything uh, kind of crazy happen. And safest uh, form of travel, there you go. You guys are still flying. You fly from Nova Scotia, okay? The next day on the 11th, you guys are at the Richmond Coliseum for 5,500 fans. Speaking of flying, you watched the Rockers win by DQ that night. Again, the next day, you're doing it again. The following day, you and Tully defeat the Rockers at the Memorial Auditorium in Utica, New York, in front of a sellout of 5,000 more people. And moving on, the next day, 10,000 fans watched you and Tully close out the show at Memorial Auditorium in Buffalo, New York. So you guys are just continuing to do what you did, working with the Rockers so much and Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Arn, as we go through this and we go through 89, and I know we closed the show talking about it last month, did you realize that you've worked this much with Shawn Michaels in your career? Did, did, did it really resonate with you as we talked about this? Yeah, because every day was a pleasure. You know, working with Marty and Sean, you get to work sometimes in this industry, and maybe it's uh, the other guys, uh, you know, he's green, or another guy's very inexperienced, or another guy is just six foot six, 300 pounds, and the only way he knows is to run you over. You know, there's a. There's a lot of different scenarios in this business to where you go to work because it's your job and it's a challenge and and you try to come out of it in one piece and it doesn't happen sometimes. As hard as you try, some guys are just reckless out there. Those aren't two of those guys. So every week was a vacation. Every single night we worked with those guys was a vacation. And Arn, I know you talk about having been in this business for 40 years, but I hope, and I know it's hard because you're in the business, but I hope, and maybe you have, but at some point in your career, or even in the future, you sit back and as we can, wrestling fans, as we admire your career, we get to see and think about all the people and all the professional wrestlers that we've come to love and how you've touched their career along the way, whether it be by them working with you and maybe getting better because they worked with you. Maybe it was because, like the FTR, they loved watching you and watching your tapes. Maybe it was Shawn Michaels because he worked with you in the ring. Maybe it was because of matches that you've agented along the way in the WWE. Maybe it's wisdom that you've instilled in Cody Rhodes. I just watched Cody on with uh, Steve Austin, and he mentioned your name no less than five times about advice you gave him. My friend, as you sit there and talk about how you worked with Shawn Michaels, I just can't help but think of the magnitude of your career 
and uh, and I know we're just kind of taking a break here, but uh, the influence that you've had, and I hope you understand uh, the impact. And I'm just it's just kind of hit me right now as I talk about you know all the work that you did here with a young Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty back then. But I hope that at some point you can sit back and kind of really realize what you've the fingerprints that you've left on this business, and it's 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 unbelievable, sir. I'm kind of overwhelmed. Oh. Well, I just, I just want to, it just kind of hit me right now. I know we're in the middle of this podcast, but I, I think too, I had just listened to Cody talk with Austin and mentioned your name several times. And, and I'm like, man, I hope, I hope Arn understands, uh, his impact here. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. I don't want to put you on the spot, but, uh, I, I, I want, I know that you will be surprised to hear this, but we're in February 14th and February 14th for most of us is blue chew time. And, and no, this isn't a blue chew ad. But it's Valentine's Day, okay? And I, imagine this. Unfortunately, you weren't able to spend this with the misses because the WWF had you on the road. You're Instead, kidding. No, you're wrestling the Rockers at the Cambria County War Memorial with 35 sweaty fans in attendance to a match that went 16 minutes, 26 cent- seconds. Hold it. <laughs> so I'm walking around with... 30 long stem roses and a Whitman sampler and nobody <laughs> resembling my wife to give them to. That's right. That's right. There's the story of my life. Right There's there. the story of Arn's life. Another Valentine's day. And, and, and your wife was nowhere to be found and you were just wrestling again. So there you go. And there weren't even cell phones. So I could call her several times a day. Do you, do you hear what we did here? We talked about the sexiness of the wrestling business and all the lives you touched. And then on a dime, we talked about the unsexiness of the wrestling business and how you weren't even able to be there for Valentine's Day. Well, it makes the good stuff even more special when you have something to refer to that's, that's a negative. You know, there's always in this business, there's so many positives, you know, uh, in this industry, but there's a lot of negatives too. And it's important that you understand the negatives so you can appreciate all the great things that we get to do. And I've said it a million times before, I wouldn't have swapped one day in this business for a day doing anything else on earth. Yeah, no, I'm sure, man. I am absolutely sure. And by the way, this one ended this match here on Valentine's Day when you tripped Marty Gennetti and that allowed Tully to pick up the victory. So congratulations. You guys got a victory here against the Rockers on Valentine's Day, and we move on. The WWF would record television the next day in Binghamton, a town we've talked about previously. 7,000 fans watched tapings of superstars and primetime wrestling events, and at that taping, you and Tully defeated Terry Daniels and Burt Centeno. By the way of a spike pile driver, don't ask me at all on profiles of those two guys. Uh, this episode actually wasn't air until March 11th. So there you go. Now, Arn, you've told us that your day regularly started at 4 a.m. and would not end until well after midnight. Sleep deprivation is a leading cause of the lack of energy and poor bodily performance. And what you need to add to that checkout, get in line, board the plane, get in line, go to the gym, get in line routine is Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. I know because I started taking AG1, I needed more energy and I was tired of taking the horse pills and the vitamins. Aren't just one scoop. It gives you 75 high quality vitamins and minerals. And I'm talking about improving your gut health, sleeping better, improving your focus. What's not to like? This is a slam dunk. Well, you got all that, what, 70? 
75. Yes. There's a pretty good chance that that might disagree with some people's stomach. You know, it might give you a little acidic taste, maybe upset your stomach. That many, but it doesn't. I mean, it's, you know, knock it out. I'm an ice water man. You know, since I quit drinking booze, I'm addicted to ice water. But, man, you stir up a packet of that stuff, and you're, you know, about 30 minutes, you can feel something. You can feel it starting to, you know, okay, I should be doing something here. So, again, it's a work in progress with me. I'm getting into, you know, weeks now instead of days. So uh, I think we're on to something. There you go, buddy. And I'm sure your sleep's better. The quality and recovery of your workouts are better. And by the way, it costs less than 3 bucks a day. So it's completely worth the investment. And it's received 7000 five-star reviews. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. And it's your time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with these convenient daily nutrition scoops of amazing Athletic Greens AG1. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. You heard the ice water. Arn's addicted to it. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Make it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Here's the key. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Arn. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash Arn to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. So, Arna, we move along to the second TV day of the month, and it took place from the Hershey Park Arena. Nothing sweeter than Hershey. It's February 16th, and there's 9,000 fans in attendance for this one. The recordings included a Saturday night's main event that would not air until March 11th. This show earned a 10 rating. As you might imagine, the fans in Hershey were treated to the Brain Busters and, yes, the Rockers. And this one would end in a double count out at the nine-minute mark when both teams began brawling on the floor. Bobby's ejected from the match prior for interfering twice. Uh, but did you enjoy hitting Hershey, Pennsylvania, man? Do you have any fond <laughs> memories of Hershey? You're damn right. Now, I'm a chocolate guy. Oh, you and me both, buddy. Can't tell by looking at my physique. I know. You know, my intercostals are finger-like and such. But, <laughs> buddy, Hershey bar, don't ask me why, but you take and add those almonds in. Ah. It's my favorite. And, buddy, they were cooking 24-7, not too far down the road. And, man, you could just smell that, that cooked chocolate okay. all day. From the arena, from where it was located, man. And it was like, what an awesome smell. Love, big candy guy. Love it. What, are you a fan of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Hell yes. Aren't I'm about an hour Kit, away from Hershey where I live. Kit Kats. Kit Kats. Yes, man. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, it sounds ridiculous for all the things that, that you can sit here, you know, going off the deep end about. This is fun so 
I could be a car aficionado. I could like, you know, Sebco rods and reels, you know, different boats. All those things we could be talking about that guys are supposed to talk about. We're talking about Hershey with almonds. But, hey, it's the gimmick. Buddy, I I bet we have uh, several listeners that are down with some Hershey talk. Hey, you know what? I have many fond memories of going through Hershey Chocolate World, and they tell you how the chocolate was made and the history of it. And then you go through and you see like the little Choco Choco River, and then you come out and they give you Hershey kisses as you come through the tour. It don't get much better than that, buddy. And they are marketing geniuses because you can buy all the chocolate you want when you walk out of that tour. And it is on like Donkey Kong, my friend. I'm getting diabetes on my way out the door that day. <laughs> yeah, I can see the goosebumps on you. <laughs> So there it is. We went from wrestling at Hershey to wrestling with Hershey. Oh, my God. We're wrestling with Hershey bars. So fun times at Hershey, and uh, you guys had a fun time there. And big time uh, big time uh, ratings, too, as well. Another 10.0 rating. WWF wow. was hot, my friend. There's just no doubt about it. And uh, you guys would then move on to 17th as we transition out of Hershey to Cornwall, Ontario. This is something different, though, because Crockett wasn't traveling a lot into Canada. Uh, you know, so this is all new territory for you and Tully, all this, all this traveling into uh, the Great White North. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's you might as well have looked at the Canadian towns as just part of the U.S. towns because they were treated the very, very same. You know, they were run on weekend nights and all that stuff. And uh, uh, Cornwall, I don't think, was one of the bigger venues. Did it give any stats on uh, numbers or anything for that It town? just says, it, it, the, the notes here the, that I grabbed said that you guys defeated uh, you and Tully by DQ, but no, but no stats on how many were in attendance. So every place can't be Toronto or, or you know, some of the bigger towns. But uh, Cornwall was fine. I remember going to it. It, it was, uh, again, however many fans were there were great wrestling fans. What I do have is the next day on the 18th, there was a scheduled match with you and Tully taking on the Rockers. This one actually airs on WWF Superstars, and this is the first clip that we have for the month, and we're going to check this out together. This is from February 18th, 1989 from WWF Superstars. Arn, let's take a look.
tell you what to expect. I don't think there was ever a bell in this match. Oh, the match not officially underway here. Double drop kick. And what's happened to Tully Blank? Here it comes. Blanchard on his way back. Arn Anderson now. Might be, yes, he's to be double teamed by both rockers. Ooh, wow. Head right into that map cover. And right into the fray of things here. Tully Blanchard. Well, I'll tell you, this match has proved nothing to me, McMahon. This has been a pier six brawl without a bell. Neither referee gaining any control of the match whatsoever. It's got to be an obvious double disqualification. Not going to be a double disqualification. There can be no result here. There was never a match. It never began. Well, fine. No contest. Each other. No contest, whatever you want to call it. They just don't like each other at all. And whenever they see each other, they're going to go at it. Arn, you want to talk about intensity? Uh, my goodness, did you guys? Is this the kind of energy that you guys brought to all your matches with the Rockers? Because if so, man, I don't know how you're able to keep this up night after night. Well, it might not have started out that way, but it, it ended up that way a lot of nights, man. That that will blow you up. What you just saw more than a thirty minute match. Oh, I bet. I mean, Heenan's even in there throwing kicks and, and, and punches, and we don't have all the clips of all your altercations with him, but my God, that was, uh, that was fire. Well, it's just, another, it's just another, what we were talking about earlier, example of you want to keep an audience tuned into that match? That was just a piece. You didn't give them a 20-minute match to a conclusion. It's another example of building. Peace, peace, peace. That's right. Just yep, yep, laying the cheese, uh, and we're the rats, and we're just chasing it. And when we want to come, I, I love it. So listen, two days later, you're at the Maple Leaf Gardens for a matinee show. You and Telly won your match with the Rockers. And then later that night, you completed the double shot at Kitchener, Ontario, this time losing clean to the Rockers. Uh, so, man, it's just, it's just incredible to go back and look at uh, all this activity on the 20th, you guys are back stateside. You wrestled the Rockers in Worcester, Mass., a regular stop for WWF. You and Tully pick up the win. Four days later, you're over in South Bend at the Joyce Center. You and Tully defeat the Rockers. And then from there, you and Tully traveled to Auburn Hills, Michigan, performing at the Palace. In the third match on that card, you and Tully defeated Sean and Marty. So, again, it's just continuing to work with the Rockers, as you said, all over the country. And I think you said it in last week's episode. It was not every, you know, we wanted to make sure that everybody got to see uh, this feud and this action. And and WWF was going everywhere at this point. I'm, I'm, I'm naming cities that I've never even heard of around the country. Yeah, big towns, small towns. You know, Auburn Hills was one of those. It was it was way outside of Detroit, and uh, it was not a Detroit market. It was a totally separate market. It's like uh, Landover, Maryland, was partially you could call it a Baltimore market, but not really because it was a whole separate, you know, market. And uh, and they did very very well. When I think about the Palace at Auburn Hills, I immediately think about uh, the Pistons back in the day. That's where they played. I, I think about Isaiah Thomas and Dennis Rodman and Bill Lambeer and the Pistons of the late 80s, early 90s, right around this time frame. That's where they were you know, playing basketball, winning back-to-back championships, and there's Arden Tully making their way into that arena and doing their thing as the Brain Busters. It's just bringing all the nostalgia uh, together for me here. So uh, lots of good times. You guys hitting it up everywhere. And Arn, all this travel. 
travel is taxing on the body and the miles, as you've indicated on multiple occasions, sure do age a wrestler. What all our favorite wrestlers of the golden area needed back then was basis by Elysium health. And my friends, if you want to improve your overall health, there's then look no further than basis by Elysium, the most trusted source for NAD supplementation. Their product basis is clinically proven to increase levels of NAD plus by 40% safely and sustainably. They are unlike any other health company I've seen, and they're at the forefront of NAD plus supplementation. They have dozens of the world's best scientists. Eight of them are Nobel prize winners. NAD plus is found in every single cell of your body and is responsible for creating energy and regulating hundreds of cell functions. But NAD plus levels decline as you age. So for guys like us, Arn, who are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, lack of sleep, intense exercise, unbalanced diet, and sun overexposure has proven to deplete our NAD plus levels. And decreased NAD plus levels are linked to faster biological aging and can slow down vital body functions. So we need the edge, and Basis will do it for you. So go to trybasis.com slash ARN and enter code ARN at checkout to save 10% off of Basis prepaid plans as well as other Elysium Health supplements. That's trybasis.com slash ARN and use code ARN at checkout to save 10%. And thank you, Elysium Health, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is being brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there's been many times in my life where I needed to make a change like trying to be healthier, spending less time at work. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready yet. And a lot of smokers and dippers out there can probably relate. Zen understands there isn't just one quote unquote right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whether you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there with you with the right strength, with the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and you want to learn more today, check out Zen nicotine pouches at ZYN.com. That's Zen.com. That's ZYN.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. So, Arn, we talked about Auburn Hills from Michigan. You guys would fly across the country to L.A. And on the 26th of February, 12,000 fans at the Sports Arena watched Marty and Sean pick up the win by DQ earlier in the day on an episode of Wrestling Challenge, which, man, I was watching on Saturday mornings with my big bowl of uh, fruity cocoa pebbles. Uh, you and Telly, alongside Bobby, direct your interview towards Strike Force. Here we go. We got a new tag team entering the fray, the team of Tito Santana and the returning Rick Martel. And buddy, we have the clip with the interview and the conclusion of the enhancement match. Let's take a look at it. 
Wake Forest to be reunited. They will face the Brain Busters. Right now, they are joined by Bobby Heenan. Well, Strike Force, you think you're dealing with a bunch of idiots here? I know you're back, Martel, and you're in the best shape of your life. Just look at you. But have we seen you and Santana together? No. You're trying to pull something off. I know there's been a lot of money put to stop the Brain Busters. It's not going to happen. You know, when the WWF signed the contract... Brainbusters versus Strike Force, WrestleMania 5. I guess Arn and I were supposed to just quiver and go and run and hide and not show up. Well, I guarantee you, Trump Plaza, we're going to be there with bells on because the Brainbusters, the tougher the competition gets, the better we get. Because that's why Bobby the Brain got us. We are the best. It's a tribute to you, Bobby, and it's a tribute to us that the WWF feels we're so good and on such a roll that they got to get a couple of ringers to throw it in and put a wrench in what we're doing. But when we told you we came here, we were hired to do a job. It was win matches and bring that gold home to Bobby Heenan's family. We do what we say we're going to do because we are perfectionists. What a better platform to show you just how good we are than WrestleMania 5. Along with their manager, Bobby, the Brain Heenan, the Brain Busters, as they prepare for the WrestleMania 5 encounter with Strikeforce. Together again, Rick Martell and Tito Santana. All right, there you go. The wonderful, eloquent Sean Mooney. So here we go. I got. I want to set the stage here for our listeners, Arn. You got Rick Martell and, and Tito Santana. They were a hell of a tag team. They held the WWF titles in 1988 uh, until they lost to Demolition at WrestleMania Four. Rick Martell was one of the last AWA champions, and Tito had an excellent reign as Intercontinental Champion until he lost the title to Macho Man. And definitely the two completely have completely different styles than that of Sean and Marty. So after these three months, what did you think when you found out that the WrestleMania match was going to be you and Tully against Strikeforce? Well, it's going to sound funny, but in those days, everybody didn't make WrestleMania. WrestleMania was a reward for guys that had busted their ass the previous year, had gotten over, had contributed, and were moving up the ladder. So it wasn't a no-brainer that you were going to be on WrestleMania. So first of all, we were very, very thankful for that. And those guys, again, were a great team, but a more mature style work, older style work. I don't want to say older in a negative context, but both of those guys were wrestlers wrestler. You know, we all looked at Tito as being really, really just a polished, knowledgeable veteran same thing with Rick Martel. They had great skills, great babyface skills, and they looked like a million dollars together. So the table was pretty much set for us. They were custom made for us. They were well established stars at that point. Is well uh, said. Yes. Yeah, and, and so I get exactly what you're trying to say there. Uh, like I said, Tito had a history there with the company, former Intercontinental Champion. They were former tag team champions. So I definitely get what you're saying there. Well, listen, it's February 27th, and it's prime time wrestling. Again, another favorite of mine as a kid. We find out that the Brain Busters will be taking on Strike Force at WrestleMania 5. Here is the final clip of the week, Arn, and this is what you all had to say. Let's check it out. 
There they are. Strike Force, you're back together again. You're as good as they come in tag team action. But you know, the Dreambusters thrive on good competition. You're as good as they say you are, but what a better platform. And to show you just how good the Brainbusters are at WrestleMania 5. It takes a great tag team not to underestimate the opposition, and that is exactly what the Brainbusters are doing. They know the capabilities of the former champions, Tito Santana and Rick Martel. They know they're going to have to have it all together come April 2nd at Trump Plaza in Atlantic City. The winner of that match obviously will get a crack at the title. Just like machines, very methodical in what they do. Look at that leverage move. Blanchard, one of the all-time greats inside that squared circle. The Brain up there. What are you doing, Brain? Little distraction here by the Brain, allowing his men to do a little double-team action. Once the referee gets distracted, these guys could do a whole lot of damage. There you did it, Brain. As we said, he'll have his hands full. WrestleMania 5. A lot of his people already involved. Ravaging Rick Rude taking on the Warrior. Andre the Giant, Jake the Snake, with Big John Stud as the referee. The King taking on the former member of the Heenan family in Hercules. And of course, these brain busters. <laughs> He'll be worn out. And still he hasn't answered the challenge of the Red Rooster. He may indeed be... Oh, look at this! There it is! With another distraction, he gets that spike move in. That should be outlawed. Just like that, it's over. This youngster is hurt. Let's go to Mike. Oh, hey, real quick. I want to remind everybody and listen up wrestling fans. It's time to win with Zen. Get to wrestlingprizes.com right now to register for your chance to win one of four once in a lifetime digital Q and a sessions with wrestling legends like the nature boy himself, Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff, the WWE hall of famer, maybe the voice of wrestling, Jim Ross, or what about the hardcore legend, Mick Foley winners will also get an autographed replica title belt and a prize pack from Zen. That's America's number one nicotine pouch register once per day. Now through July 15th at wrestlingprizes.com. Here's a disclaimer for you. There's no purchase necessary to enter or win. It's open to us residents, 21 and over void where prohibited for official rules. Visit wrestlingprizes.com. warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, gentlemen, if you're making the towns like Arn Anderson is, you know how hard it can be to keep yourself well-groomed. But a good horseman is always looking and feeling fresh 100% of the time, so now it's time for you to do the same as well. Of course, you can do that by checking out Manscaped. It's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming out there. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, and you can join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, and that is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the order code ARNSHOW at manscaped.com. I said 4 million men 
worldwide. If my math is correct, that means there are 8 million shaved balls out there thanks to Manscaped. I know that when I got my performance package 4.0 direct to my door, it made it nice and easy to go keep myself clean for that night out on the town wheeling and dealing. Inside this package, you're going to find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Along with that, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. And how about the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant? And the Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and even a travel bag to hold all of your goodies. I'm telling you guys, this Lawnmower 4.0 is on another level. It's the future of grooming, and dare I say, maybe the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight, just in case you need a more precise shave. And yeah, we'll even throw in two free gifts for the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. You can bring your comfort and boxers to another level, and it is time to finally go and take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off in free shipping with code ARNSHOW. That's right, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code ARNSHOW. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. There it is, Arn. The brain busters go over. You two are set to take on Strike Force at WrestleMania 5. And that closes out the month of February. The following day, 4,200 were in attendance in Portland at the Memorial Coliseum, and they watched Sean and Marty once again pick up the win via disqualification. And I know and as we wrap up this week's episode, last week we talked about the thought of working back-to-back-to-back months with the Rockers, and I know the fans absolutely love the feud that you guys had going. But I want to ask, as performers... How did you keep things interesting for yourself, for your partner, your opponents, and the audience? Did you struggle kind of keeping things fresh, knowing that, hey, we're just going to work with the Rockers day in, day out for about three months? Did it feel like there were times where maybe you were going through the motions? Or, you know, what was that like for you guys? No, no. When you can perform at that level and switch things up, you know, during the body of the match, you know, just this is an ad lib business. It always has been, and it always should be. And when you can literally go through the curtain with very little in your head that, you, that you're going to do and just go out and let the audience tell you what to do. You know, you can wave your maestro stick, but if you listen real close, the audience has one too, and they'll wave it back at you and let you know what they want to see, what they're accepting, what they're buying, and they'll pretty much tell you what they want. You just have to listen. You can't be a guy that just predetermines, I'm going to do a few things in my head, and I'm going to go out there and do them, no matter what the reaction to the audience is. Those guys would just tag along, and they saw things that were working that they would, had no idea were going to happen in, you know, during the course of the match because we had no idea. We would just go out and wing it, and 
you know, you got to be experienced to do that and pull it off. And you got to have enough moves and scenarios and psychology on your tool belt that you can just pull them off when it's time. And those guys, you know, we've gotten so comfortable with them. That's just what we do. We go out and wing it every night. But I think that's what also helps to keep it fresh. The fact that you're winging it so you don't know what you're going to do next. So that, that there you go. I like it. 100%. Well, listen, this is uh, going to conclude February 1989. Arn, next week, we're full tilt on the WrestleMania 5. And uh, you and Tully continue to work with the Rockers across the country. But also, next week's episode is episode 150 of the Arn Show podcast. Oh, so. Yeah, it's a big one, a big uh, a big moment for Arn. So I'm I'm excited to be a part of it, my friend. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. It's a, it just flew by. Same it has. Like. It's time flies when you're having fun. It's like wrestling the rockers. There you go. Well, listen, on behalf of the founder of the Four Horsemen, he is Arn Anderson. This is Paul Bromwell. We're going to do it again next week, and we're in the WWF days of his career. It's going to be March 1989, all things WrestleMania Five. Join us again next week. He's Arn Anderson. I'm Paul Bromwell, and this has been Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.